Hello and welcome to You Bet Your Life from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Personalities out of this. Man. 
What is your job, uh, Ronald? Well, I'm a locomotive fireman. Oh. Well, fireman on a big locomotive is one job I've never envied. Isn't that hard work? Shoveling coal all day into a hot furnace? Well, railroad firemen nowadays do not have to shovel coal. We burn oil. Shoveling oil is even tougher than shoveling coal. Well, unless you're shoveling soft coal. Fortunately for us, where they have it piped up to where it goes in kind of automatically. You know, you turn the valve here, pull a lever. Oh, it comes out here, huh? Yeah, that's right. Much much easier than uh, using the shovel. You must have a soft touch, huh? Just turn the valve and your work's all done. You must have a lot of time to catch up on your reading, huh? Well, we're not allowed to read while on duty. No? Well, the next time you read, uh, see if you can find out what Buckeye is, huh? I'll do that. <laughs> well, uh, you're a nice couple, and I hope you win lots of money in the quiz tonight, uh, Fina. Now, uh, you select the general information quiz, and remember, the more the question is worth, the harder it is. Now, what do you want to start with? Uh, we decide on 50. 50. Well, that's a nice... Uh, what city was buried in ashes when Vesuvius erupted in 79 A.D.? Talk it over. Time's up. That was, uh, Athens, Greece, a little bit before my time. That was before my time, too, but it was Pompeii. Oh, sure. Well, you lost yeah. half your original $100. You still have $50. All right, now what are you going to try? The bigger they are, the harder they are. Well, we'll go down one degree. Forty. All right. Who uses a light meter and a filter in his profession? A photographer. That's right, Buckeye. A photographer. You now have $90. Now what are you going to try? The lady says 60. 60. Who is the Spanish queen who financed Columbus's voyage to the New World? Isabel? Isabella is right. We now have $150. And it's your last chance to be the other couples. What are you going to go for? Okay, well, we'll try to lose some money. A hundred. A hundred. On top of what famous Washington building is the Statue of Freedom? <coughs> it's a tough one, but it's a lot of money. Talk it over. Uh, the Capitol building? That is right, the United States Capitol. Wind right. <laughs> up with $250. Buckeye, you were okay. Right. Next couple is ready and waiting, Groucho. They're Mrs. Edna Albright and Mr. Tom Sawyer. So, folks, you come in, please, to meet. Groucho Marx. Say the secret word and divide $100. It's a common word, something you see every day. Mrs. Albright, I'll start with you. Do you mind if I call you Edna? Or do you want to be called Eden? No, just Edna. Edna, huh? Where are you from, Ed? From Scandia, Kansas. Scandia? I thought that was in Sweden. Or the Sunset Strip. (laughs) Now, Mrs. Sawyer, you're rather a large uh, party. Could you give us some idea of your size? Well, Groucho, I'm a little over six feet, and I tip the scales at 272 pounds. How old are you, Mr. Sawyer? Forty-seven. Forty-seven, huh? Where are you from uh, originally? Kankakee, Illinois. Oh, I played Kankakee. It's a nice town, wouldn't you say that? Well, 
It's a quaint town. Yes, it is. It's one of these towns where you go down the street in the morning and instead of saying hello, the people say, Do you know? <laughs> they must have some very stimulating conversations. <laughs> well, uh, could you illustrate what you mean? Pretend I'm walking down the street and you spot me now. How would the conversation go? Well, I'd see you. I'd say, Hello, Groucho. Do you know that Farmer Jones just had a camper? You're kidding. <laughs> Do you know I didn't even know he was married? <laughs> Is that all they do in Kankakee, have heifers? Well, some of the people don't. They have children. <laughs> well, Eden, I'll, uh... Is that your name, Eden? Edna. Oh, Edna. Let's get some inside dope about you. Uh, what do you do for excitement, uh, Eddie? Raise roosters. <laughs> you know, I knew the minute you strutted in here, I said to myself, now there's a rooster woman have I ever saw. <laughs> well, how far off the ground do you raise roosters? <laughs> what is there about roosters that you find uh, particularly interesting? Well, I've been breeding for intelligence. Um... You've been breeding roosters for intelligence? For intelligence, beauty, uh, with a view to writing about it. And that's the time getting some books together. How many birds do you have at present? Uh... Well, I've got about 400 altogether. Where do you keep them, and what do you do with all the shoes and pots that come over the fence? Well, I have the hens and the rabbits and the ducks where I live, and I've had to move the roosters. Uh, That's not very handy for the hens, is it? <laughs> no, and it's just as bad for the roosters. Yeah. It changes their personality. Well, <laughs> well, don't you think it should? <laughs> well, uh, Mr. Sawyer, let's leave Edna's other rooster and find out some more about you. <laughs> what sort of work do you do? I'm a freelance writer. Really, I'm glad we finally got back to the cultural level that we're accustomed to on this show. Do you write books? No, I write for magazines. What are some of the stories you've written? Maybe I've read them. Well, let's see. Bullets are leaking blood, and uh, vengeance rides a, a bloody trail, and murder points a bloody finger. You just write for children, eh? <laughs> well, most people read them, I hope. Now, what name do you write under? Tom Sawyer? Well, most of them are Ned Carter, Lieutenant J.G. Black, Sylvia Sawyer, and Tom Sawyer. The last one I wrote, recently published, was an article, Should the Girl Kiss Her Bow Goodnight? <laughs> this is the whole story? That was an article, the name was. an article about well, they should kiss the boyfriend goodnight. And well, what was your opinion? What did you tell the girl? Oh, actually, not to kiss him goodnight. <laughs> you Benedict Arnold, you. <laughs> well, you're a nice, normal, everyday couple. Huh? <laughs> you're, you're my kind of people. <laughs> now, let's see how you can make out in the quiz. Are you you selected American history? That's, That's right. right. In the race for the $3,000, the first couple won $250. The secret word is blast. Remember, the more the question is worth, the harder it is. Now, what do you want to start with? Remember your partners. Sounds agreed. $100 question. 100 Is that all right with you? Uh... Yeah. Hey, Martha Dandridge Custis became the wife of what great American figure? George Washington. That is right. 
All right, now what are you going to do? Well, we'll go right down the string. Ninety. Ninety. Okay, what was the first capital of the United States under the Constitution? Philadelphia. No, I'm sorry. It's New York. You should have asked Edna. She may have had some roots in Philadelphia. (laughs) Well, you lost half your 200. You now have $100. Okay, now what are you going to go for? $80. $80. Now, you ask Edna this time, too, because she may have some knowledge about these things. What was the name of the French nobleman who fought on our side during the Revolution? That's right, sir. Lafayette. Lafayette, we are here. You now have $180. This is your last chance to be the other couples. What are you going to go for? Seventy. Seventy? Who was the first vice president of the United States? Adams. John Adams is correct. We invited some military school boys to the program tonight, and just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected uh, Frank Luke to be on the show. His partner is a housewife, Mrs. Marie Hoff. So, folks, you come in, please, and meet Groucho Marx. Welcome, welcome to you, Beth Goliath. Say the secret word and divide $100. It's a common word, something you find around the house. Howdy, howdy. Frank Luke, huh? Yes, sir. Uh, you're the youngest. I'll start with you. Where are you from, Frankie? From Military Academy, sir. You were born in a military academy? No, sir. How I... did you arrive? Were you shot out of a cannon? Like I was Park born Wheat? in San Diego, sir. Oh, really? San Diego. Do you know the chief of police down there? No, sir. Uh, how old are you, uh, Frankie? Sixteen, sir. Sixteen, huh? What is your rank in this academy? Are you a general? And captain, sir. Captain, well, you're a fine-looking lad. Now, if you just stand at parade rest for a minute, I'll talk to your partner here. Let's see now. Uh, you are Marie Hobbs, is that right? Call me Marie. I'll call you Marie. I'm delighted to have you call me Marie. Where's your home, Marie? Memphis, Tennessee, way down in Dixie. Well, that's mighty fine country around here. It certainly is. A lot of corn pone down there. Oh, you bet. Ham hock and Lady Dean. Yes. <laughs> A ham hock, that's an actor that puts his watch in soak. <laughs> Marie, I'm not going to ask you how old you are because that would be too crude, don't you oh, think I'll so? Oh, I'd be delighted to tell you my age and I'm proud of it. I'm 76 years old. Well, you don't look it. You look like a young man. But I feel like I'm 16. You feel like you're 16? Yeah. Well, you look like you're about 18. What do you mean you feel like well, you're 16? Well, because I can do anything a 16-year-old girl can do. You can, eh? I can walk miles and I can climb a six-foot ladder and paint screens and cut the lawn and do anything. Can you eat three bananas? Well, I don't have any new writers or arthritis or any other kind of artist like old women have. I have no bursting veins because I had one attempt here showing my legs. A contest for varicose veins? I haven't got any. Oh. How did you win? Because I didn't have any. Oh. I didn't know they had one like that. I want it anyway, because I don't see I haven't got you any magazine. Pretty nifty pair of gams. <laughs> I'm no bum either. Let's see yours. Oh, mine, be sure. Yeah, let's all, let's all look at it. Oh, must be so. Fifty-five long years. 
Fifty-five years. That's yeah. certainly something to be proud of. You bet it is. After a half a century with the same man, how do you feel about him, Marie? Oh, I love him just the same as I did the first day I, I met him. Well, answer my question. How do you feel about him? Yeah, all right. Well, it's wonderful. Two people can be married 55 years and still be in love. Uh-huh. I'd like to get a look at this wonder man. Mr. Hobbs, will, would you please stand up? Oh, he's not here. He's, he lives in Tennessee and I live here. That's why we stay married so long. You can overdo that philosophy, too. Well, Frank, uh, tell us something about your school. Uh, How do you dress at this place? Blue jeans and T-shirts hanging out like other high school boys? Not quite, sir. We're required to wear clean-pressed pants, clean-pressed shirt, and hair well-combed, clean-shaven, shoes shine, so the expecting officer can see his teeth in them. You're assuming that the officer has teeth, huh? They do, huh? You have to be clean-shaven? Absolutely, sir. Well, my guess is the Gillette Razor people are not getting rich of your school over there. <laughs> Marie, what are your plans for the future? Do you have any in particular, like well, becoming a sandhog? Well, in order to keep the children from worrying and go to any expense, I made all my funeral arrangements. That's all paid for. You have your funeral all paid for? Yeah, the preacher and the organist and everything. Well, that's certainly an unusual way of looking at your demise. Well, it's a good you know, investment on your money. You get 4% if I live to be 105 years old. <laughs> Why, how do you figure this out? Well, I get 4%. Well, we started taking it out 20 years ago. Just look, it wouldn't cost you anything to be buried. You mean you paid all this in advance? Oh, you bet. I'm going to get 4% today. Well, this will be the first funeral <laughs> arrangement in history where the undertaker is the one who goes in the hole. <laughs> Marie, you got him dead to rights. Well, you're an intriguing couple, and I'd like to go on talking to you, but I imagine you're both more interested in getting rich. Aren't you, Marie? Oh, yes. So let's play your bet your life. If you win any money here tonight, are you going to send any to your husband? No, I think I'll give it to the, most of it to the heart fund. Oh, I see. Well, that's a very worthy place to throw it. Now, we start you off with $100, and if you miss a question, you lose half your bankroll, no matter what it amounts to at the time. Is that clear? First two couples are tied with $250. Now, you selected capitals of foreign countries. And remember, the more the question is worth, the harder it is. Now, what do you want to start with? Ten, fifty, eighty, hundred. Anything oh, you want. Sixty. All right. What is the capital? Uh, Sixty dollars. You say. What is the capital of Brazil? Talk it over. When it's sorry. No, I'm sorry. It's Rio de Janeiro. Now, in the next questions, you ask Marie. Well, it's possible that she may know an answer too. It may not be the correct answer, but she may know one. <laughs> Uh, give her a fighting chance, right? You lost half your original $100. You now have $50. Well, let's take, uh, what was it, then, 60? 
Yes, you had 50. What do you want, 50? All right. What is the capital of the Republic of Ireland? Take a guess. Dublin. Dublin is right. Just got in under the wire, friend. <laughs> you now have $100 again. Okay, now what are you going to go for? Easy ones? A little. Hard ones or tough? 40? What is the capital of Egypt? Cairo. Cairo is right. You now I have $140. Are you fighting with Marie? Yeah, George. Yes, I am. Oh, well, I'd like to play with you because you're good looking, too. <laughs> well, I'd have to. He fights with everybody, Marie. Well, that's nice. Can't trust him at all. Well, my husband ain't here to interfere. I heard he was away, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's more encouragement than Fenneman's had in many months. <laughs> all right, here's your last chance to be the other couples. What are you going to go for? Big one or a little one? Okay, what is the capital of Spain? Madrid. Madrid is right. You wind up with $170. It is fine, Marie. Tied for a chance at the big question. We'll uh, have each of them write their answer down on the cards we've given them, and if both couples get it correct, they will divide the money between them. You all set? You have 15 seconds. Here five, we go. For $3,000, I'll give you 15 seconds to decide on a single answer between you. Think carefully, and please no help from the audience. One of the most widely publicized incidents of World War II occurred when the Marines raised the American flag on a mountain on Iwo Jima. For $3,000, what is the widely publicized name of the mountain? on Emo Jima, where the flag was raised. All right, give me the card. Well, write something now. Nothing? No, they have nothing now. Well, I'm uh, Edna Albright, and Tom Sawyer's answer is Mount Suribachi, and they win three thousand dollars. Well, that's a lot of money, three thousand uh, dollars. What are you going to do with all that money, George? Well, Plus the additional money that you want in the quiz. Most of it is going to. Surprised and knocked dead from long waiting, long suffering predators. Well, I hope they get their money. They will. They were very patient, according to you. They certainly were. And uh, how about you, uh, Henny? The Bettinger? same thing. Ditto. Ditto. You owe the same the same people that he owes. Huh? <laughs> no, probably a lot worse. <laughs> 